Good morning. Well, it's a, a privilege and an honor to stand before you this morning in the absence of our pastor. Uh, I don't, I don't. Gary? Um, but exciting. Uh, this morning, I want to share with you the, 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 the word I have for you this morning is God's search engine. Search engines aren't new. They've been around for a long time. So if we can bow our heads and go before the Lord in prayer as we get started this morning. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your grace and mercy. I pray today, Lord, that your spirit, Lord, would move through me, Lord. Use, your, use me to bring forth your words. Let our hearts and minds be prepared soil, Lord, to receive your word this morning. Let us not just be hearers of your word this morning, but Lord, move us to be doers of your word in this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, Thanksgiving is kind of a, uh, if you're a Christian, Thanksgiving is kind of a strange holiday, don't you think? I mean, one day to give thanks to God. I mean, maybe that's what the world does, but in our hearts, we're giving thanks to God every day. You wake up in the morning and thanking God for, the, for His grace, His mercy, thanking Him for the many blessings in our lives. This morning, um, of the entire network for the city of Santa Fe. Uh, but I didn't start there. Um, er, back in the early 90s, I got, um, I got offered a job, and I took the job, and I was working for Southwest Telephone Systems. Working for Southwest Telephone Systems, I installed telephone systems for business. In the telephone industry at that time was in order to work on a telephone system, you had to be certified. process you had to get your certification because without a certification you could not contact tech support now our school our schooling was only one week long what can you learn in a week I mean seriously they send me somewhere and I was more interested in seeing what was there than actually learning what it was I was supposed to be taught uh, I remember I went to one of my schools was in uh, Pasadena California I'd never been to Pasadena California so I was I, I wanted to go see the Rose Bowl. I wanted—I mean, I was just like a kid in a candy store, and yet I have to learn what's going on during all this. But in order to call tech support, because tech supports are really important, in order for me to put in this phone system, if I ran into any support, I would give tech support my certificate ID, and then at that point they were. I remember walking into an Avaya school in Englewood, California. I mean, Englewood, Colorado. There were over 15, there were over 150 tech support agents that would answer calls and help you with any of the programming issues you had. Today, with the invention of Google, you no longer have to call tech support. You know, Google came along. Now, if you wanted to, you could, uh, uh, the other day I was looking at how to, how to install a piece of, uh, uh, I, I bought this thing and I was trying to figure out how to put it in at work and I didn't, I didn't need to call tech support. I just go to Google, put, put in Cisco Catalyst 
from a different nationality on the phone. I have no idea what they're saying. Oh, I'm sorry, can you say that again? And they'd go on. And I mean, it was just like, I spent more time trying to decipher the word. put the kind of fitting you have and here comes a video showing you step by step what to do and Google changed really Google has changed our lives it's changed my life because I no longer need to go the things I used to pay for someone to do before I don't pay for that anymore I I, I was um, when, when I was 19 years old I joined the army and I became a tank turret repairman I had no idea what a tank turret was I was not I was not happy that I was going to school to learn how to work on a tank. I didn't like college, and I was not happy that I had to go learn to, to how to fix a tank because none of my friends had tanks. It's a really hard problem when none of your friends have tanks. When am I going to come back and what I'm going to work on? Well, I learned how I learned so much. Uh, uh, God had a plan and a purpose. Well, the other day, my father-in-law's TV burned out, and I'm not a TV repairman. Got on Google, put in his type of television, um, put on the problem I was having, and right away, boom, right in front of me popped up exactly what was causing the problem. It was a $10 fix. All I had to do was take apart the TV, and it gave me step-by-step. The TV that was not broken was all of a sudden working. God's search engine. If you have your Bibles, will you turn with me to first to First Corinthians chapter? When I first came to you, dear brothers and sisters, I did not use lofty words. An impressive wisdom to tell you God's secret plan. Except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. I came to you in weakness, timid and trembling. And my message and my pre. So you would trust not in human wisdom, but in the power of God. Yet when I am among mature believers, I do speak with words of wisdom, but not the kind of wisdom that belongs to this world or to the rulers of this world who are soon forgotten. No, the Even though he made it for our ultimate glory before the world began, but the rulers of this world have not understood it. If they had, they would have not crucified our glorious Lord. This is what the scripture means when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Verse 10. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his Spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets.
I'm going to read that verse again. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. You see, God's spirit can reveal things in your life. You can read the word of God. And it has a lot of direction. But if you want to know what you should be doing, where you need I'm going to jump over here real quick and grab something out of my tool bag here. See, nobody knows what's in this bag, but it's going to be revealed here in just a second. I pulled out one of my favorite tools. I love to build. I'm not going to brag, but I'm pretty good at it. And you see, God has a purpose and a plan. He's crafted each and every one of you with a plan. It's not an No purpose. This tool to many... He'd pull back the blade, and he'd be starting touching everything. My grandson does not know what this tool He's going to use this as a hammer. He thinks this is a football. He'll go and bang the wall with it. He will do everything. He, he will use this tool in every way except the way it's supposed to be used. See, in order for this tool to work, I need power. Until I've connected the power. This tool cannot do anything on its own until the power is connected. I can do nothing until God's spirit has connected with my spirit. Until I have listened to the voice of God. Until God has empowered me. You see, it's amazing. Isn't it amazing? So amazed he walked with Christ. He was there when he healed the blind. With a couple of fish and a couple of loaves of bread, he was there. He was there. were forced to flee. He was there when legions was sent into a flock of pigs. And yet, in Luke, we find that Christ would not send him out or send any of the disciples out until what? Until they had received the Holy Spirit. It's not always about knowledge. It's not always about book knowledge. Especially, it's not like that with Christ. With Christ, we need His Spirit.
I look at the I look at the life of Samson, and every time Samson began to do something great, well, not really do something great, when he began to kill people, the, the word of God says that the spirit of God came upon him. When a lion came, when a young lion came against him, the word of God says the spirit of God came upon him and he tore the mouth apart. The word of God says that when he was bound and he was carried to the Philistines by the Israelites. When the Spirit of God came upon him, he broke those binds. And he killed, killed 1,000 men with the jawbone of an ass. Than power and strength. Because power is not anything without direction and leading and It's empowered, but still with the power, this tool doesn't do any good. It, it spins. If, when you begin to put the right tool in the right person's hands, what begins to happen? I can bring my brother-in-law up here and give him this tool, and yeah, he can probably cut a couple boards. Uh, and vice versa. He's an electrician by trade, and he can give me some wire. I'll probably kill myself, shock myself, and end up, I've done it before. And I think so many of us are afraid to do God's work because we don't know what we're doing. Here's the amazing thing about God. He knows all things. The Word of God says He searches, and He knows the deep things. He knows the purpose He has for you. He knows the calling in your life. He knows exactly what your past is, what your present is, and what your future is going to be. You see, when we make choices, a lot of us, when we make choices, we make those choices based on our past and our present. And we think that we know what's best for us. And we, and we begin to make these choices on what is best for us. Instead of really seeking the Spirit of God, really seeking the Holy Spirit and seeing what God has and wants for us. Can you imagine a place where you can go in and, and just begin to speak with God and say, God, what is it that you have for my life? Do I, should I move here? Even, a, and, and it's not, I don't take. are getting married or you haven't gotten married, I pray that that spirit leads you where you need to go. Because if the spirit leads He doesn't look at beauty. He doesn't look at how handsome the guy is. He looks at the future. And when you call on the spirit of God, God begins to reveal the deep things to us. I don't know very many things. And that's the truth. I remember when I was younger. Many of you can probably attest to this. When you were younger, you thought you knew everything. The older you get, you realize we don't know that much. The older I get, I'm thinking, man, what, what am I doing up here? Why am I even up here? I look out, there's probably more of you that are more qualified to be up here than I am. Why, God, why have you chosen me? 
can plug into God's power. See, God's power gives us boldness. It gives us the ability. It gives us the strength. But God's loving hand gives us direction. real quick to, to, to the life of, of so we have Peter who knew Christ Peter knew in fact hated the name of Christ hated the followers of Christ and his one objective in life was to do what people trembled. If you were a Christian and Saul walked into this auditorium right now, we'd be trembling because his, him showing up meant that he was going to bind us, kill us, and do whatever he could to torture us and renounce the name of Jesus Christ. But yet, in Acts chapter 9, we see that God begins to move in his life. And through blindness, he's led into a, he's led and interestingly enough, one of the disciples is chosen to lay hands on him. The Bible says at that very moment the Holy Spirit fell upon him. His eyes, scales. Next verse said that he went out and preached the word of God. He began to preach this Jesus that he was so against. That's what the Spirit of God does. You see. the Spirit of God. Maybe, maybe I'm just a freak. Maybe you guys are not like me, but I always thought that in my mind I had to get my life perfect in order for God's Spirit to come into my heart. Got everything right and then go before God and say, Lord, here I am. with Christ. In fact, Christ found him going down the road to persecute and kill followers of Jesus Christ. In an instant, he was filled with God's Spirit. In an instant, he was given words of wisdom. In an instant, he was preaching in the synagogues and teaching in the synagogues of the goodness of Jesus Christ. You see, the Spirit is so reading and studying and reading and studying and there's some of you in here that can have books memorized in the Bible but knowledge To be hearers, we need to be doers of, God word, of God's Word, not only hearers. And so many of us are just hearers of God's Word. We hear His Word. We listen to His Word. We teach His Word. I'm reminded of a story that uh, Chuck Swindoll, and I heard this a, a while back. Chuck Swindoll said, imagine if I was the owner of a company. 
now overseas while still maintaining the business I had back in the United States. Suppose I left you in charge and I told you I'm going to send you letters and I'm going to send you direction. I'm going to tell you what I need you to do. And after eight months of sending letters and... and, and of the office had been broken. The weeds were overtaking the grounds. Games. My office has been turned into a television room. Did you not read my letters? And the response is, yes, I did. In fact, we studied your letters. Word of God, we know what the Word of God says, but yet we don't act on what God is telling us to do. We hear the word of God really, really quickly. I've, I've got a testimony that, that, that was shared with me, and, and it was shared with me through an email. Um, Israel Hutton, uh, he was a worship leader for um, Joel Olmsteen's church in Texas. And uh, he was sharing his testimony that when he, was, uh, when he was conceived, his mother was white, his father was black. And when he was conceived, his parents, her parents got really upset. And they were pushing her to have an abortion. And she refused. That was not. And she was in the streets. Being in the streets. Made the right decision. Started using drugs. One day while she was on the street corner, a lady passed by. Said this lady made a couple of turns around and came back and came back and got down from her vehicle. And made it that such a lady came up to her out of the blue and said, I don't know you, and I'm not here to give you a hard time, but I was driving by and I forgotten. You did the right thing. It's all going to be all right. Those words of life were so powerful to her. Carlsbad Avenue in San Diego and gave her life to the Lord. I'm here today because of that. You know, the Holy Spirit, we go back, the Holy Spirit knows all things. It reveals all things.
when you're in tune with God, when you begin to want to do what God wants you to do, God begins to speak with you. And when God begins to speak with you, things pop up. And you're wondering, really surprises me is growing up, I remember growing up, uh, I, hung, I, I spent a lot of time with my grandfather, my father, my uncles. And I remember we'd walk in the stores here in Santa Fe, um, going to Johnny's Market, and one of the things I always heard was, ¿Cómo estás? How are you? And the next thing I heard was, Muy bien, gracias a Dios. Very well, thanks to God. I used to hear that everywhere we went, I would hear that. That was the way we would greet one another. That's the way men, when I was younger, older men would greet one another. Because this is, our society has changed. It's not politi politically correct to say the name. I serve. See, the God that I serve when you're out on the street is going to lead you to someone and begin to share. Why you're doing it. You know, one of the biggest, I, I had the opportunity to sit down a few years ago with a I asked is, okay, here are kids that have been in our youth group for years and years. They've heard every Bible. You know, I'm sitting there and we have 20 kids and we're teaching them the Word of God. We're not holding back. We're being honest with them and telling them that sin is wrong. We, we are going out there and we're just preaching the Word of God and teaching the Word of God and discipling them. And yet, Two years later, we still have just 15 kids. So I begin to ask them, okay, what is it? Why is it that you guys won't share the Word of God? Why is it that in two years we have not grown? Maybe we saw a couple of people come in, but not... Fear comes in. I'm afraid of what others are going to think of me. I'm worried about what other people think about me. And these are kids. Teenagers, 12 to 18. But in all honesty, how many adults are just like that? We're afraid. We're afraid of what the world may think about us. We don't think we know our word good enough to be an effective witness for Jesus Christ. And yet, the Bible says we don't have to be. Understand what I'm saying. We don't have to be. Paul did not know. Because of the Holy Spirit. See, God won't take you somewhere 
and leave you there to fend for yourself. If God is going to take you somewhere, he is going to use you just like this tool. I'm not going to start cutting into a board and then halfway through walk away and let it do its own thing because that's not what this does. What this tool does is it does whatever I tell it to do. This tool, because of who it is and because of what it is, is going to do what me as a carpenter makes it do. With this tool here, I can build a shed. With this tool here, I can, I, can put a roof on a, I can put a roof on a house. With this tool, I can do so many things, but I've got to be the one guiding it and leading it. We need Christ. Jeremiah, I'm sorry. There's only one Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1. This word was for Jeremiah. I believe this word is for you and I. This is how good my God is. My God completes what he starts. He said, the Lord gave me a message. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, man, this sounds like me. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I am too young. The Lord I tell you, who tells him what to say? God. It's not what he has in his heart. It's what God has in his heart. If you're a willing vessel, it's not what you have in your heart. It's what God has in his heart for you. And do not. I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand against the nations and kingdoms. Some of you must uproot and tear down, destroy and over. I thought I could do it all on my own. I thought I had all the answers. I thought I knew what I needed to do to get into the schools. I thought I knew what I needed to do to... God, I'm much more effective. I think when I was younger, I was... Now that I get older and I realize what the Spirit of God does... And understand that the Spirit of God directs. Walk up to someone like this lady out in the middle of the street. Find someone and begins to walk up to her and says, I don't know you. And begins to give her a word. It's not her. He gives us the knowledge. He gives us the understanding to say what we're saying. Each and every one of you has a purpose. 
I see this tool, and, and, and when, I go, when I went to go purchase it, you know, it's something I had wanted. and to work as efficiently as possible. What did Jeremiah say? I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. You have a plan and a purpose. You have a plan and a purpose. And if you don't know what that plan and purpose is, then we need to get in touch with God. And we need that Holy Spirit to come in and reveal and We're going to find our purpose in Christ when we begin to get on our knees and begin to seek God. The Word of God says, seek and you will find. Ask and it will be given unto you. Some of us don't know what our purpose is because we haven't asked. We haven't, we haven't gotten down and we don't begin to seek what God has for us. It's going to take a people that are filled with God's Spirit, that are going to go out into the streets and begin to be doers of God's Word. It's going to take a people who are going to go into the streets and have God's compassion. When you see someone that is hurting or you see someone that is crying, it is all. It's my responsibility to be obedient to God. He has the words for them. He will give you the words. He will give you the means. You know, uh, the last time I spoke, uh, my wife and I, has a term for it, and I love it, in survival mode. How many of you know people that are in survival mode? Have no hope. They don't know what to do, but they're doing the best they can, and they're reaching out anywhere they can to hear or get something that's going to empower them. Eighteen-month-old daughter, nowhere to stay, no car, her family. What's the first thing you think of? Well, I don't really have a room for them. I don't really have any money to give them. And I was out hunting, and I was on my way back, and my wife said, well, we just got a call, and there's going to be someone here at the house when you get here. She's really... And I don't have words for that kind of situation. I don't know what she's been through. I don't know what she's going through. But God does. 
And God began to use my wife, and she began to pray over her and minister to her and, and share with her. And all I remember is she's just weeping. This, this young lady, 18, 19 years old, is weeping and weeping and weeping. And then we... To one another, to, to one another, to brothers and sisters in Christ. My wife says, well, I don't have much to give you, but I have a room upstairs, and you're welcome to stay there. And she was very, very, very wise. It's not there for a year. It's not there for a month. It's just there as you need it. And she left. Before I woke up, she was already gone. We heard back from her just a few months, a few weeks ago. Isn't it great? Isn't God good? My wife had just gone out of a basketball game. We're tired. We could have looked for every excuse. But when you're obedient to God and you listen to the Spirit of God, you know that God has something to give. Not me. God has something to give. We need to be obedient to God's Word. We need to look to God for answers. Not to our friends. Not to TV. Not to... need to look to others for answers. I don't need to look to my wife for answers. I need to look for God for answers. Speak to me. I need to hear from you. What should I do? That's how real God is. That's how much God cares about you. God will direct you and lead you and guide you. Without a shadow of a doubt, because I serve a mighty God. And if put on the shelf, not something to talk about and not something to read about. If within our minds, within our very being, God will do it. God will. cannot just be hearers of God's word. You can hear about the goodness of God's spirit. See, we're not here today in a class just to hear about God's word. I believe we're here to get empowered by God's word. To go out into the streets, to go out into the city and be a light. Isn't that the name of our church? The light. God wants to empower you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. God knows your past. He knows your present. And it may not be very good. You may have failed him. You may have let him down. 
But God knows your future. And if you turn to God, your future changes. When you turn to God, He's in control. Put God in control. I don't want to be out of control or I don't want to be going on my own on my own instinct. I don't want to be going on my own ways or things I've learned. I want to be led by God's Spirit. I want God's direction. When God directs us to, to, to say those words, there's a plan, there's a reason, there's a purpose. I'm getting ready to finish here. We're going to ask, our, we're gonna ask the, the, the ministry, the leaders of this church to come up. We have... This is not, I'm probably not even supposed to say this. But Donald, will you come up? I don't know who you're bringing up. But when we first I don't know who's here, but what you do see is you see the worship team. And I remember walking in, I saw voice. What a wow. What a talented and gifted and anointed man. Him and his family have been a blessing to this church. And I'm not going to speak anymore, but you have to know that with everything that's going on, and I do know this, because God's Spirit leads and directs us in all the ways that we should go. It's not by accident, it's not out of anger, it's not out of bitterness that people leave sometimes is because God has directed them to a new place. God is giving them a new direction. Get to know God. Seek God's direction in your life. See, seek His Holy Spirit because His Spirit will direct you, guide you, and lead you. His Spirit will empower you, protect you, watch over you. His Spirit will provide for you. As I turn this over, can we all bow our heads and go before the Lord in prayer? Heavenly Father, we come before your presence. I pray this morning, Lord, that your words did not fall on deaf ears, that your word has not fallen on the sidewalk or in rocky soil. I pray, Lord, that your word has fallen on fertile ground. And Lord, that we would take your word and we would begin, Lord, to examine the word for ourselves and read your word and study your word, Lord, that we would seek after you, that we would put our faith into action, that we would put our knowledge and wisdom into action, Lord. I pray for every one of these individuals here this morning. Not be afraid. Lord, that we would stand up in boldness. Lord, that we would seek.